just when you think the bull run is here to stay, the carpet gets pulled out from under everyone's feet, and here we go again. For those new to the world of Bitcoin, a $6,000 drop may seem like a big deal, but for those of us who have been around for a few years, we don't even blink. Crypto goes up, crypto goes down. And the coins aren't the only things in the news. NFTs are everywhere. And even though we do another show strictly dedicated to digital collectibles, it's hard to not see the overlap and cover some big stories. So that's what we'll do today as we check out all the latest crypto and blockchain news on our Bad News, episode number 547 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. Five, four, three, two, one. Just like Lucy and Charlie Brown, the football is all set. Charlie runs up. He thinks this is the one, and Lucy pulls the football away. Charlie falls on his ass, and that's some people in uh, the crypto space right now sitting on their ass, going, "What happened?" Mm, crypto goes up. Crypto goes down. So I'll just tell you this: pop open a cold one and enjoy this episode, folks. <sighs> is that a Coca Cola there? <sighs> Uh, that was what was in the fridge here. Yeah, that's Snagboy. Very nice. Welcome to the Bad Crypto Podcast, the show for oh my God. <laughs> and the Crypto it Series. This. It says this on the side. Look, it What's says it it's a Coca Cola. It says Excesso Calories. <laughs> <laughs> Excesso Calories. Excesos Azugares. I thought it was going to say something about a Coca Cola coin or uh, something on it. And had, no, it says. Nothing to it's do like, with it. It's like in Europe where they have the cigarettes and they're like, don't smoke this. This will kill you. Here's like a decom- here's like a decomposing lung from someone with cancer. Like that's the picture on the back. Right. Like, this up. Is it. Like, you will get fat from from drinking this. No shit. I'm already yeah. fat. I think I have another. We're glad you guys are here. This is our news episode where we cover the uh, the goings on in the crypto blockchain and NFT space for the right. week where the crypto clowns, the blockchain blockheads, duck, duck going stuff so you don't have to. We are two illogical, overweight men. Oh, wait, you want to do the review now? Okay, no, no, that's that we're going to close the loop on that. <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> really great. First, we want to uh, let you guys know that Animoca is working to revolutionize the gaming industry. They've got big hits. F1 Delta Time, Quid, The Sandbox, Crazy Defense Heroes, and others in the works. If you're a gamer or just interested in knowing what they're up to, check them out. We recommend that you do because uh, Yatsu and his brands there, they are moving and shaking. Animocabrands.com. Taking a look at the web browser, it says... No, we're not. We're lazy and frustrated. I don't really feel like it. It's (laughs) illogical for us to go over this. Does not compute. (laughs) (laughs) It's 7.45 p.m. Eastern Time, the evening of September 8th, 2021. The CoinGecko website, sadder than it was a few days ago, but still pretty damn happy. $2.19 trillion market cap. Bitcoin, 46000 410 Ethereum 3531 Cardano 252 Tether 0.995 Binance $417 Solana $190 probably the only major big winner this week over the last
last seven days, Solana up 75%. We'll talk about why in the story here in a bit. XRP, $1.11. Dogecoin, almost 26 cents. USD coin, $1. And Polkadot is in the number 10 spot this week, $27.75. I always like to say this, like, just so you know, like we are, we are what? We are the 9th, we're the 8th of September. Just to put this in perspective, folks, September 8th, 2018, the crypto market cap was $198 billion. So here we are, we've 10X that in three years to 2.1, almost 2.2. Mm. It, it's been as high as what, 2.5 or whatever? Two, uh, yeah, 2.6 or 7, I think it was, it was yeah, higher. Two point, two point, yeah, almost 2.5, something like that. And it almost popped over that. 2.4, 2.4 something, 2.435 uh, trillion. It looks like it's the top of that. I'm looking at that. And it's like, it didn't quite break through it. It didn't quite break through the total market cap. It got real close and now it's taking a little breather. So is this a double top? If so, we've never seen that before in a crypto run, right? But we have seen crypto go up and then crypto go down a little bit, taking a little breather and then going for a big old ride. So we shall see what this one is going to be. Well, in spite of what appears to be a crypto crash, I, I would, I'm just going to call it a dip. There are a few big winners this week. Phantom up 121%, Near Protocol 91%, IOST 83%, Solana 75%, Quant 72%, Algorand 71%. Uh, so there's some winners in here. FTX token. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. remember this, folks, this is one thing, I don't know if you listen to uh, to our Lazy and Illogical podcast, but we said this <laughs> a, a couple months back that, you know, with Binance blowing up and with Coinbase doing an IPO, keep an eye on some of these exchange tokens, right? And then I've seen, you know, F FTX, I've seen their logo has been on Major League Baseball umpires. They have been, um, you know, they, they bought the naming rights to the Miami Heat. Pay attention to these exchanges because these exchanges are making money hand over fist. Every time somebody trades, they're making a little bit. And I remember talking about the FTX token and it was like not even 20 bucks. Here it is mm -hmm. now, 70, 77 bucks, up 58% this week alone. So keep an eye on those exchanges, man. That's a, there's a lot of money that's flowing into that stuff. It's the play, it's the on and off ramp for a lot of people to get in the crypto game. That's the highway. So those tokens are great. And there's some other ones out there that I would pay attention to as well. I mean, I know that KuCoin is another one that there's just a whole ton of some of those exchanges. And if you actually go to CoinGecko, click on the spot for exchanges, you can see which, which exchanges are out there. And, you know, Binance, huge. It's $500 a token, right? Crypto.com, FTX, Kraken, Bitfinex, Gate.io, Gemini, Bitrix, OKX, BitTrue, KuCoin, a lot of those have tokens. Keep an eye on those. I'm just saying. That sounds lazy, Travis. I know. It's illogical, too, but I'm very frustrated. Why? <laughs> I'm, I'm overweight. I'm frustrated. About why, it. why would you be lazy and illogical? Now, by the way, I don't know if you know this, but mm -hmm. do you know what Gate.io and Crypto.com uh, have in common this week in particular that is especially relevant to our world? I'm not sure. They is both now. If they both now have wax, you can get oh, they wax. They both now have wax. I did see that. Crypto.com yeah. has wax. 
Gate.io has wax now also. Uh-huh. And so Binance was the first shoe to drop. We just need Coinbase now, right? But so that US FTX, citizens, does FTX have it? I don't know if they do. I don't think FTX, I don't know if FTX has it yet or not, mm-hmm. but I just it's really encouraging to see that. So in spite of the downturns, which are pretty substantial, but the, the upturns were bigger for those. The downturns mm-hmm. over the last seven days, uh, you know, were pretty pr- pretty much looking at between 10 and 20% down on most coins, uh, but nothing more than that. Oh my God, though. Holy cow. Like Upbit. Upbit is the Korean exchange, right? Mm-hmm. They're doing the most of the volume. If I look at the 24 hour volume for wax, I'm looking at that. Wow. Wow. Look at this. So I hear you people, saying, wow. Yeah. You're, you're hearing me say, wow, cause check this out before Upbit was doing it, before Upbit got waxed, before Binance got waxed, um, we would go to KuCoin or we would go to Bittrex. Mm-hmm. Well, now if you're looking at, you're sorting by 24-hour volume, it goes Upbit, Binance, BitThumb, Huobi, and then Binance to BS, BUSD, then Binance wax to Bitcoin, then another Huobi, then KuCoin. Like, did, you say, did you say boobies? I said, I love them. I love them. That's, that's but, just lazy. I'm just frustrated. But I mean, look at that. There's like there's fifty six million dollars worth of volume happening in Korea for wax. By the way, for those of you wondering why we are so enamored with wax, that's where we've minted over a million NFTs, while the rest of the NFT world is enamored with Ethereum and paying ridiculous gas fees. We've minted Mm -hmm. uh, over a million NFTs on wax with no gas whatsoever, with instant transactions. And so, you know, we we're really excited to see more exchanges finally listing it. And I think that for, you know, for the U.S. uh, citizens, Coinbase is really essential. I think that is, that's the the one. It is. So wait a second. We've only minted a million NFTs? Uh, Well, more than a million. That seems pretty lazy. We need to get to work. I mean, it's lazy. It's irresponsible. It's it's, uh, irrational. I'm frustrated just hearing about it. It's frustrating. So Bitcoin took a big dip this week, gang, pulled back 10% on the very same day that El Salvador, um, I guess that was the day they started accepting uh, Bitcoin as legal Mm -hmm. tender in the nation. Yeah. On Tuesday, they announced that they have officially accepted, um, you know, Bitcoin as a nation's legal tender. So I don't know if it's the only legal tender or it's just one of the legal tenders. I think it's just one of, but they're saying as the nation's leading tender, I think they also accept dollars. They also have uh, the El Salvador. I don't know if it's the peso or what, but uh, there it well, is. It's, it's, it's just a, it's a new legal tender. It's not the, it's yeah. not like the state tender. You got to look, scroll down on this story on newsbtc.com, Trav, and go to the chart that shows Bitcoin going from 51,000 down to what was the low there? The low 43, was 43,000. 44.7 is what it says. It made it money gone lower, but look, look at it go like it's just falling off a cliff. And then that's where people freak out and panic. And, and then it, of course, Dude, it it's like bot, there's some bot action going on on that. Yeah. Phone. It's like it literally, it's like all the exchanges, all of them all at once within a certain amount of time, they all just go for bonk. And it's like, really? Like, I saw that there was there was so much liquidation. The single largest reported liquidation occurred on Whoopi to Bitcoin, forty four million dollars at the time. Just whoosh, 
It said something like something billion, $3 billion worth of liquidity was gone in less than an hour. That's a crazy amount. And then, boop, then it pops back up to 46 something, right? According to this uh, Cointelegraph article, the move came just hours after analysts jointly agreed that Bitcoin to USD must hold $50,000 in order to preserve bullish momentum. Uh, and and this, uh, you know, these people predicting stuff there, but they're saying it's the uh, the whales dumped Bitcoin on the day that El Salvador makes it legal tender. I don't know who did it. We don't know if it's bots. We don't know if it's whales. We don't know if it was minnows. We just know it's just another day in crypto. I mean, if we were to go back and look, how many times have we seen Bitcoin dump $8,000, you know, or that that percentage? What was it? 5, 10, 15% in one day? Big deal. Big deal. So what? All I know is whatever you just said right there had no logical thought progression at all. <laughs> Bitcoin is like the Terminator. It, it always says, I'll be back. I'll be back. Yeah, and how many times it's been dead so many times. So that's the thing about watching this and being in this space for four years and, and really seeing it. It's like, okay, well, crypto goes up. We know it. Crypto goes down. Here it is. Is it the end of the bull run? All I know is I've never seen a chart of any of the bull runs end with a double top. Like that's what's happened where the where the where there's a little pop pop and then but we're talking about the whole crypto market as a whole has done a double top. I've never seen that. I don't know if that's ever existed before, but they've gone up to two point four three five billion two two trillion four hundred thirty five billion. That it's a double top at this point. Now it's gone down from that a little bit. Is it gonna? Is that the signal that's going down as an overall uh, uh, bear market? Because normally when you see a double top in something, that's the end of that run. I'll be back and I'll bring my NFTs with me. You do not okay. want to be on the other side. So here's some big news from our friends over at Upland, little NFT stuff and uh, really crossover into the mainstream because this is a mobile game that people have transacted over a million dollars in NFTs and they announced Upland Legits. They have signed a deal with the NFL Players Association, the NFLPA, and they are going to welcome the identities of over 2,000 football players to Upland. This is a uh, this is a first, and uh, we've been talking about Upland for over a couple of years in our in our lazy and uh, irrational and irresponsible fashion. And uh, well, look at there, there you go. It's uh, it's uh, they just signed a deal with the NFL Players Association. Does by the way, Trav, did you know? Did you see that uh, one of the cities that is opening up here? I believe. Thursday morning, the 9th, is uh, Kansas City, Missouri. They are opening up Kansas City? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I want to say 8 in the morning Pacific time. Usually they go by Pacific. If you guys haven't signed up for Upland yet, I think you can still get 6,000 free Upix through this link. It's a mobile game. Go to badco.in forward slash Upland. It should take you to a link that gets you 6,000 free Upix. That's the currency that they use. And I think uh, every is it every thousand dollars, every thousand Upix is pegged to one dollar. Is it every hundred? I can't remember. Anyway, it's, it's, it's free. 1, 000, yeah. yeah, it's free tokens and, and you can go and buy a property in Kansas City. But I think the reason that they're doing Kansas City as one of the first ones is because the previous Super Bowl champions we're from there and if they're doing a deal with the well, they NFL, didn't, are they doing tampa bay do they do it because they're the ones that just won the super bowl uh, i know I, I said the previous yeah the previous the year yeah. before i don't know i'm not sure i haven't well, asked all i that. know is i gotta tell you this i'm not i'm not a betting man uh too much but 
damn, the Chiefs offensive line now, they, they got destroyed in the Super Bowl. And what was funny was the general manager left the field talking to Mahomes and said, dude, we're going to fix the offensive line. Now the offensive line has five people on it. And in the last three years, they've given up like three sacks total, all five of them. Like they're all just like built like shit brick houses. So that's pretty exciting. So I think imagine Mahomes having more time. But anyways, so this is cool. So crazy. And the reason we're talking NFL, one, is this particular story with Upland. And then two, the next story is NFL is barring teams from participating in certain cryptocurrency and NFL ventures. There's a report on this saying that for now, teams cannot sell NFTs and or sponsorships to digital currency companies, right? So the as we mentioned earlier, FTX, that is a sponsor of the Miami Heat, which is NBA. Also, FTX has sponsored uh, Major League Baseball. Their patches are on the uniforms of the baseball uh, umpires. And, uh, and so the NFL is saying, no, you cannot do any with them yet, but they have hired an NFT and crypto strategist for the NFL. So they're going to be looking at it to see what's going to happen. Yeah, they don't want teams or players to do anything without them because then they feel like they're missing out. But meanwhile, uh, meanwhile, a few have gotten in front of them, right? Gronk sold an NFT collection, which was crappy, if I must say. Mahomes had an NFT collection, which was actually very cool. Um, mm-hmm. Tom Brady has his own NFT company called Autograph. And I'm like thinking if they tell him uh, that he can't do it, he'll be like, all right, time to retire. Pound sand. Well- not only that, but Tom Brady and his wife, Giselle, they signed a long-term partnership with FTX. Right. So they're going, wait a second. And then wait a second. Who was it? It was the number one draft pick, I think, that also signed a deal with FTX. And so, you know, there's there's some – yeah, the number one draft pick, Trevor Lawrence, signed a deal with them. And I know that there's some other there's some other stuff that's been popping out. And then Russell Okung, he gets half his salary in Bitcoin, right? So that's crazy. So the NFL, it's exactly it. The NFL's like, whoa, 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 whoa. How do we get our piece? We can, but then the, the NFL Players Association can kind of veto it because they're kind of their own entity. But the this is the NFL telling the teams they can't do it. But the NFL Players Association, the NFL PA, can because they make their own rules, not the NFL. There you go. So that's the NFL. Meanwhile, back on the real playing field. The crypto playing field, Brian Armstrong, the CEO of Coinbase, put a series of tweets out this morning uh, detailing how the SEC may be harassing Coinbase, uh, basically telling them to not do some DeFi stuff, but not telling them why and not providing regulation or guidance for reasons of why to do this. And he, yeah. uh, he did one, two, three, four, five, six. Are there more tweets? Yeah. 14. Let's read through some of them. Cause he okay. said, he said, he said million of crypto holders have been earning yield on their assets over the last few years. It makes sense. If you want to lend out your assets, you can earn a return. Everyone seems happy, but a bunch of great companies in crypto have been offering versions of this for years. Coinbase has come out recently and said they would be launching their own version and they were planning to go live in a few weeks. So they proactively reached out to the SEC to give them a friendly heads up and a briefing. They responded by telling us the Lend feature is a security. Okay. Seems strange. How can lending be a security? So we asked the SEC to help us understand and to share their view. 
We always make an effort to work proactively with the regulators and, and keep an open mind. Well, they refuse to tell them why it's a security and instead subpoena a bunch of records from Coinbase. They comply, meaning they gave up a bunch of the records. They demand testimony from their employees. They also complied. And then they tell us they will be suing Coinbase if they proceed to launch with the DeFi lending program with zero explanation as to why. They're, they're non-security security. <laughs> yeah, and they go on and just and, and, and just answers all about this stuff. And they go, you know, there's a bunch of other companies out there who are doing it, but we can't do it. And it seems like to me to be overreach by the SEC because it's it's important for the FCC to provide guidance and clarity. Uh, Gensler had said, who's the head of the SEC. Sometimes that's a clarity will be a thumbs up or a thumbs down. It's important to provide that. They're not providing that. And then also the SEC's goal is to protect investors and to create fair markets. So Brian, is asked it, this, is who it are they protecting? Yeah. Who are they protecting? They seem, people seem to be happy to be earning yield on their crypto assets, right? So it seems to me that they're protecting the powers that be and the old guard not protecting the consumers because you can't do things with your own money, Joel Com. You got to get permission, brother. I, I know. I need my big daddy government to tell me what to do. And, you know, this yeah. happens when we, never mind why it happens. Uh, Brian went to DC. <laughs> May of this year to meet with every regulator and branch of government that he could. And he said the SEC was the only regulator that refused to meet with him, saying we're not meeting with any crypto companies right after they went public as the first crypto company that went public in the U.S. Right. So, you know what this means? This means they're afraid, period. It's so obvious. It's so blatant that uh, that crypto and blockchain uh, are a threat to the old guard. And this is their way of, of uh, you know, growling, showing their teeth, but there's no bite there because yeah. it's not a security or lending money. How can it be a security? Yeah, can banks lend out money? Is that a security? <laughs> every time, every time they do. You know, yeah. I, I said this, like you can't spell sucks without the S and the C. So the SEC, <laughs> suck it. Meanwhile, other nations, you know, moving forward, Panama has introduced a bill to recognize crypto for payments following in El Salvador's footsteps. They are going to regulate the use of cryptos for civil and commercial purposes. So they want to make Panama compatible with decentralized autonomous uh, organizations. So way to go, Panama. I was just there in the airport. Does it count? Can I add that to my country's list? Uh, no. So my rule is this. If you don't leave the airport, you can't say you were at a place. That's you could cool. say you went to the airport. Mom's rules is my rule. Yeah. Well, care. you could do whatever you want, but like, oh, what did you see? The airport. Sorry. I saw, I saw a Starbucks. Uh, yeah. By, by yeah. Subway. You weren't there. I was there. Now. Yeah. All that right. Was, that was fake visiting. It's not, it doesn't matter. So around the world, around the world, Swiss B2B bank Incor has launched a, a new tokenization tool using Tezos. Now, Tezos is one of those projects that's been around for a while. And it's just, I don't even know what is, what is, let's look and see what the price of Tezos is right now. But Tezos is really big on NFTs. Tezos has been building and building and building and building. And I would not be surprised to see once upon a time to see Tezos finally go boom. What is Tezos right now? It looks like it's number 49 overall at $4.35. Mm -hmm. So 
That's it not could bad. be market cap with $3.6 billion. But when you're talking about some of these other projects with their bajillions of dollars in market cap, they got a lot of room to grow. I think, I think we're going to see a time maybe in the next year or so where Tezos 10 X's. It, it could be one of those sleeping giants. And there is a, uh, there's a marketplace. Remember the one that um, it was Latin. Let me see if I can find it here. Oh, here we go. It was uh hicketnunc.xyz. Oh, that shitty name? Yeah, that is yeah. the shittiest name. It's the wor- it's the worst name. I know it's Latin or whatever, but they sell NFTs and I, you know, I, I like to play with all of the toys. And I'm like when I see that a um a, a currency is offering NFTs, I want to buy something in that currency. And so I did buy an NFT from this marketplace. In fact, I saw last week and I can't remember what it was. Uh, I can't remember where I saw it, but somebody was selling uh, access to a film that they created, a full-length feature film for $20 in Bitcoin. And I'm like, oh, I've never bought an NFT with Bitcoin. You know, basically, that's what it is. And so I did it, and I haven't watched the film yet, so I don't know if it's any good. Right. Yeah, I don't know either. But um, keep an eye on that because there's a lot of great stuff popping up on Tezos. There's a big NFT platform and some other stuff going on. So and there's going to be a big telecom company popping and partnering with them as well, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's all rumors. Nobody knows. Uh, here's something that's not a rumor. It, this is in India. There's a former Reserve Bank official pushing for India to accept crypto. Former deputy governor of the RBI. They see cryptos as a taxable asset and commodity, and they want uh, people to be able to utilize that. Well, I mean, seriously, there's some of the smartest people in the world. Some of the smartest technologists in the world are in India and the central banks are banning commercial banks from allowing their customers to even buy crypto. They got to jump through a lot of hoops uh, to, to even do so. And uh, you know what? I think eventually they're going to pop through. But come on. I mean, there's so many technologists in India. They need to, they need to embrace the boom. Do you know the regular people here? We do want for the cryptos to be here. We are making the government to appeal. And apparently the Indian government is rethinking the crypto ban. So hopefully very soon you'll be able to come to Delhi or in or uh, go delicatessen and you will be able to get the cryptos with a side of hem sandwich. Mm, very nice. <laughs> also, also this, is, the this is why we are fat, because we talk about the food all the time. This is why we are lazy and illogical. Um, so so there's a company called Afterpay. They're telling the Australian Senate that uh, using crypto could cut payment costs for merchants and that the government should work to create a framework for the Australian dollar creating an Australian-backed stablecoin. But Australian government is too busy right now taking away all the freedoms away and and basically repressing everyone all over Australia. It's crazy the shit that's going on in Australia. It is the most tyrannical authoritarian regime in the of the five eyes right now the shit that's going on in australia unbelievable like you if you they have a thing now that it's an app and it's like it's a it's a geolocated thing and if you're x amount of miles from your house you have to scan it within you have to open up the app and scan your face within 15 minutes or they're going to come arrest you how do you know that's widespread though i mean that could just be uh, i think it's in victoria right now and in melbourne but it's just going to hit and it's hitting in certain areas you think it's not they're not going to try to. I, I don't right know. There. Hey, Aussie friends, uh, you're you're our second biggest audience. Uh, I like that they're in the audience because you can't call Australia without AU. Um, 
let us know, write us at badcryptopodcast at gmail.com and let us know what your experience, let us know where you are. If you've, uh, you know, if this is fake news, if it's just sensational, sensationalized media, uh, tell us what it's really like there in. Hey, give us a here. call. Uh, what, what's the number? 718-885-718. No, 708-885-9030. Call us. We'd, we'd like it even more if you call us because we love your accent. That's true. Give us a call. Tell us what's going on down there because we know the COVID lockdowns and there's some protests and shit going on. Yeah. Uh, one of the coins we referenced that was super hot this week is Solana. They uh, before the market kind of uh, went down a little bit, they were hitting almost 200 after FTX's Solana enabled NFT marketplace went live. I'm not sure how you get into that marketplace yet, but uh, we're going to have to take a look at that because yeah. we like the NFTs. Yep. So it's backed by a bunch of different collectible marketplaces such as Solan Art, Digital Eyes, and there's also integration into the blockchain music streaming platform called Audius. And then we know that, well, we're going to talk about it here in a little bit with, with Star Atlas has launched. They did a successful IDO a few weeks back, and now their tokens have gone live. That thing with 200 x Let's just Crazy. let's just talk about that now. You know, we've yeah. had Michael Wagner, um, who was the creator of the Tokes token on the show several years ago. Well, he's the creator of Star Atlas. And I got to tell you, gang, this game looks to be amazing. And uh, they're on Solana and uh, their token is now available. And as Travis said, the um, the in-game token, which is Polis, uh, is I think it's it's the polis is the in-game token has 200 X right out of the box. And the governance token, I think, is like a 20 X or something ridiculous like that. It's staratlas.com. And this it, they've got some of the coolest visuals and it looks like a really interesting gameplay strategy and it's play to earn. So people are going to make money playing this uh this next generation game and it's all in solana yeah very cool solana is doing great things i mean i remember we were talking about this early in the year and we kept seeing it week after week when we were going over those top in the top 100 which ones were popping it was like you know solana was like three bucks four bucks and the next thing you know it was 15 bucks the next thing you know it's 190 bucks like seriously whenever we're talking about those biggest movers like you should be going, if you want to invest money in crypto, you should be looking week over week, which ones are growing, keeping an eye on some of these ones that are moving. Why are they moving, doing your own research on them? And you're going to, just, I mean, we talked about Algorand. We talked about ThorChain. We talked about, you know, a lot of these every week we're going, here are the top, t look at these, look at these biggest movers. Why are they moving? Look at them, do some research into them, find out what they do. Because if you had invested into some of those that we talk about, you, I mean, it, it could have been magical internet money for you guys. You could have been moving to Puerto Rico. Yeah, very much so. Well, they're not the only ones in the NFT world. Of course, it goes on in, on Ethereum. And this is, this is really surprising and yet not surprising. We've seen people pay hundreds of thousand dollars for NFTs, like a rock, a pet rock. There's one now that's called. Which is dumb, which believe me, it's dumb. Yeah. But people love it. it. It's internet history. Okay, great. Well, dumb. is this dumb too? It's loot. It's uh, an Ethereum-based NFT role-playing uh, set. And basically what it is is text. 
That's all. Mm -hmm. It's all it is. The the loot NFTs list fictional fantasy adventuring gear. So, for example, um, your your card, it's all it's a black card with white text. That's it. Mace, Demon Husk, Great Helm, Carrion Glow, Bright Silk, Sash of Skill, Wool Shoes, Titanium Ring. It's got this list and every loot card has is randomly generated. And some of them are selling already for hundreds of thousands of dollars. And they're not even actually being used in a game yet. It's just a random bag of gear loot that could be used in a game. And, and I'm right. sure now somebody will develop a game to use these. Yeah. Loot for adventurers. Yeah. And so it, it, the project launched for free, right? It launched for free. And then some of them have such fantastical fictional adventuring gear that selling for almost a million dollars, one of these cards, that's where the people have made their money is because they, they launched these for free. And then people are buying them on the secondary market and, and loot's probably getting five, 10% of that particular thing. Crazy to me, Joel. Well, there's others that are now replicating the model. One of them I stumbled across a couple of days ago is called characters for games. So you got your loot. Now you need your role-playing game characters. What race are you going to be? An orc, a dwarf, a human? What's your class? Are you a fighter, a paladin? What's your main attribute? Dexterity, endurance? What's your alignment? Neutral, evil, good, lawful? What's your background? What's your skills? Do you have a pet? These are now available for free uh, at characters.digital. You just pay gas for them. So I went in and I, I bought a bunch of them because I like to speculate on stuff like this. I'm not saying that you should. Um, right now, you actually have to jump through an extra hoop to do it because there's not a mint button on this site. You actually have to mint on the contract but if you join their discord um you can see exactly how to do it it's not hard to do it's just it's like that one extra step you need to do but you know if you're in crypto and learning this stuff then that shouldn't intimidate you i'm not saying buy them i'm saying i did and uh who knows maybe they'll blow up like loot and and maybe these nft characters will be used in some games someday i don't know Characters.digital. I mean, what are they going for on OpenSea? I mean, are they, are they going for uh, well, they're still being minted. They're nowhere near sold out. It's new. So right. I don't I don't think the word has really gotten out there. Uh and and they're not alone, Travis. Now there's other spin-offs. Blute is I one. Saw Blute. That was the first one that I saw. I was like, what the hell is this, Joel? Because mm -hmm. what I'll do is I'll go to etherscan.io and then I go to tokens. We talked about this a couple episodes back. We'll go to that and then I'll click on the 721 trending tokens to see which ones have sold the most in the last day and, and over the last three days. And then I saw Blute up at the top and I was like, what the hell is this? And I was like, these are fucking words. They're selling words, They're like selling multiple words. random words. And, but it's, that's hilarious names on this one, like ball gags and cock rings. <laughs> <laughs> Eight for a ring of rage. So this was actually pretty hilarious. Blute. Yeah, uh, the NFT world is definitely bizarre. We're living in yeah. a strange alternate reality where people who, you know, have not made real money in their lives. I'm just talking about a subset of people all of a sudden yeah. have invested in an NFT and uh, can buy a house with it now.
it's it's absolutely bizarre and you know it's a little frustrating because we here at uh, blockchain heroes our set we put a lot of love and effort into creating this and it takes a lot of time and then you see somebody spin up something like this that really doesn't take a lot of time and they make a killing and it's like all right what's wrong with this picture yeah the floor price of a blue nft rose to 1.44 ETH. Are you serious? Like, and the Bloot fans basically means base loot. So instead of the medieval treasure of the loot NFTs, this is sort of memes from 4chan and Reddit and crypto Twitter. And uh, so instead of wool shoes, you get the moon shoes of death. And then instead of short swords, you they fight with baguettes of shit. Like, this is straight up ridiculous meme level stuff and some of these are going for just a ridiculous i guess the the prized one the one that is worth the most the rarest one uh, is the one with the virtual cock ring so whoever has that congratulations <laughs> good job cock ring owner nice uh, as long as we're talking NFTs, let's uh talk this one more story here in our show notes apparently a bug in open sea destroyed over a hundred thousand dollars worth of nfts including a historical ens name um the uh the guy found this out when he went to transfer some nfts and discovered that it went to a burn address and once you send an nft to a burn address there's no retrieving it it's gone mm. it's burnt it is forever um history and wow. uh, somehow this happened um, they fixed it and OpenSea has not commented on it, but a bunch of NFTs got uh, forever thrown in the fiery furnace. Oh, man. Aww, that, is, that, is, that is sad. Yeah. Let's have yeah, a moment of silence. Been burned. You can't take the ashes and put them back together. It's not Humpty Dumpty. I think we should have a moment of silence for the lost NFTs. Hmm. Okay, that's enough. That's enough. That is enough. Uh, couple more interesting stories here, Sir Lord Travis. One of them yeah. is a survey of teenagers yeah. that uh, one in four U.S. teens would buy crypto if given money to invest. Um, yeah. And more... said, yeah. Yeah. And then the other three fourths of the U.S. teens said they would buy weed. <laughs> <laughs> That's just that is not what they said. Twenty four percent said they would buy real estate. Forty three percent said that they would put their funds in a stock market. Thirty seven percent said they'd refrain from investing altogether. Maybe those are the, the weed smokers. Thirty seven percent said they would buy drugs with that. that uh, yeah. Try to get some shit. Why do I, why do I want to invest, man? I want, I got, I'm going to a party tonight, dude. I can blow smoke. I want to. I want to invest in meeting that hottie over there. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember um, a, a several months, or maybe it was last year? I can't, time goes so fast. I, I can't remember when it was, but previously on the show, we talked about seasteading and how uh, Peter yeah. Thiel. Um, was mm -hmm. part of a, a group that they wanted to uh, to have, they wanted to buy, they bought a, a ship, a cruise ship, and they were going to call it the Satoshi, and it was going to be oh. the world's first crypto cruise ship. It was going to be yeah. off the coast of Panama. Well, uh -huh. there is a, um, a very lengthy 
good read on the guardian and usually i don't refer people to the guardian for a good read but uh, my friend michael stelzner from social media examiner texted me this this morning and usually he'll text me he's like have you seen this did you know this i'm like oh yeah old news and he sent me this i'm like i had not seen this thank you for sending me this story uh the long and short of it is they encountered a lot of different obstacles on the way and literally on the way while the ship was coming from across the ocean to uh, to go to Panama by that there were so many problems that they had that by the time it got halfway across they knew that they had to sell the ship um and, and yeah, so one, one of them is COVID like who wants to get on a freaking right. cruise ship now nobody I'm not living on a I'm not living on a cruise ship full of germs folks not yeah, it, it was it was really bad timing, but the story is really fascinating. And of course, you know, the the author, uh, they definitely if you read this, there's more than journalism to this, although it is a good journalistic piece. But there's definitely um, bias written inside of this piece as well, because these writers can't help themselves. They don't know how to just report. They have to throw in uh, throw in bias, but it's a really good read. Encourage you to go read the article. It's titled The Disastrous Voyage of Satoshi, the world's first cryptocurrency cruise ship. And you can find the link to this story along with all of the other links in our show notes. And it's easy to get to if you're not lazy. Uh, or what's what's the other thing we are irrational if you're not lazy or irrational no no, no we are over illogical illogical okay go to badco.in forward slash five four seven and you can find the link to that we've got two reviews in this week and sir lord travis why don't you take the honor of reading this one star listener feedback from itunes yeah. by k schloss shush, shush, shush. yeah and i went and looked up k schloss and she's she's looks it's a female mm -hmm. who looks to be very angry at life very lazy uh, and illogical yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, lazy and illogical, frustrated, overweight men with a mild understanding of crypto and no logical thought progression. I'd much rather listen to a hot girl fart. <laughs> well, I don't know. I kind of I wouldn't mind that either. I don't know. How hot? I mean, how hot are you? What kind of fart? How good is a fart? You know, is it is it is it a lingerer? Is it, you know, yeah. is it powerful? In which, in which hole? That's apparently too. We need to know this. I, I need to know this. So thank you for that beautiful one-star review. And we hope oh that my you gosh. And all I know is that I'm just going to keep referencing how frustrated, lazy, illogical, and overweight we are. And hot girl farts. Yeah, hot girl farts. We're going to start referencing more hot girl farts as well. Uh, but Josh, Josh Christ, who is a much cooler human being, gave us five oh. stars and said, entertaining, insightful, and actionable. Whether you're well-established as someone who can translate creative energy into the impact you want to have on the crypto community or just getting started as a catalyst for change, this is a must listen. Joel and Travis do an incredible job leading conversations that cover the ins and outs of navigating the constantly shifting industry landscape while highlighting what you truly need to know with leaders who have actually watched walked the path highly recommended listening and subscribing you this just shows you how different people are how do you have these two uh extremes like this is a five star you have to listen to this and i one star i'd rather listen to a hot girl fart <laughs> i'm surprised like i would have said this like like the, the, the whole the logic of this review is off because uh, yeah, listening to a hot girl fart, that's not bad. I'd much rather listen to a super ugly girl fart. Like, 
Like, no, like that's way worse. Like that would be like, I'd rather, I'd rather watch an ugly girl fart. Uh, no, no, it doesn't make any sense to me. No. And you know what it is? It depends on like, if you tune in and you don't know who we are and you only listen to like the first part of an episode where we're bantering and talking about something inside jokes, like, like you know, like we do sometimes corn, it's like, yeah, corn. Yes. You never know. You never know. You either get it or you don't, though. I don't think it takes long. I mean, we're we're kind of like you either. Uh, I don't say you, you love us or you hate us. I can't imagine anybody hating us, but uh, you either kind of like us or or dislike us just a bit. Yeah, you either like us or you're indifferent. Yeah, you either like us or you're a loser. It's, it's you know, a lot of people, a lot of people listen to crypto to get insights into which coins to buy. Right. We don't do that. That's it. We don't tell you what to buy because we don't want to mislead you. We don't want to shill you. And we, we, we want you to do your own research. Like that's our whole thing is do your own research. A lot of these projects are telling you, this is going to blow up. This is going to the moon. Buy it. Get on our telegram. And we're going to tell you it's all going to boot. And we're going to pump the coins together. Like we don't do that shit. No, no, that, uh, that's not ethical. That's we're not, too lazy. We're too lazy and frustrated. <laughs> and illogical. We can't, we can't follow that train of thought. It's, you know, uh, it, it really, our train of thought would be uh, there's crypto out there and you have money, so you should go buy a dog. That, there you go. That's illogical. There you go. And then we're like, what? And what? Uh, I couldn't even finish that thought. I was too lazy. Nope. Sim- <laughs> you were not a hot girl. That was not a hot girl fart. That you was a lying. simulated hot girl fart. That was a frustrated, overweight man fart. Fake fart. <laughs> <laughs> if you like the show, we're grateful if you'd go give us a review. Make it funny. Talk about farts. Talk about corn. Talk about cryptos. Talk about whatever you want. It's a free country for yeah. now and mostly free. And we mostly appreciate free. you. Uh, we got some great, great content coming up for you guys that so you're not going to want to miss mm-hmm. these shows that are coming your way. We also have some subpar illogical content coming as well. We're going uh, to double down on that. Since Travis is in Mexico, he missed an interview yesterday, but he was easily replaced by my son, Zach, to speak with the one and only David Keckner, who is an actor that you will know from Anchorman films. He was champ kind and uh, he was uh, uh, Todd Packer on the office and he's part of an NFT release that's coming up. And we, you know, we talked about cryptos too. So we thought, you know, we're going to put this one out on bad crypto. And I think that's coming out next mm-hmm. week. And there's a video version as well. That's nice. Is Zach a, a fan of the office? Oh yeah. And Anchorman especially. Oh, very nice. Yeah, okay. But you weren't, not watch the office. You weren't easily replaced. But you were replaced. Hey, hey, I'm lazy and illogical and overweight. I doesn't, I'm frustrated already. You're about now, to put me now, now, wait a second. Did you tell me you've never watched The Office? Uh, I've watched a couple episodes. I watched more of the Ricky Gervais UK version of it, which not- is a, which is amazing. Yeah. But uh, the the US version, it is classic. It is it is so brilliantly written, and the characters are so interesting and enduring and hilarious. I think Dude, I worked in an office for so long. I don't even care. I'm like, now I'm watching it. I like Office Space. <laughs> that was a great show. But I tell you, I don't watch a lot of TV series, man. I don't watch a lot of television. Like it's such a minimal. I'm too lazy and illogical frustrated to watch tv do you have enough uh energy in you to finish the show no, i really not really stay bad who's bad the bad
Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto, LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoins and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor. Oh, that was good. You got it out. <laughs> and suck it, case loss. We're going <laughs> to, I think we should make uh, Bruno Mars' lazy song our theme song. Today I don't feel like doing anything. Let's go make some more lazy NFTs. I just want a podcast in bed. Uh.